What's up, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Hey, the month of February 2021, what a month for this podcast. Dare I say this might go down in history as one of the finest months to date for this podcast. Let's just travel back in time for a moment. We kicked off the month with the great Annie F. Downs celebrating the release of her brand new book, That Sounds Fun, and fun is exactly what Annie is. She brings so much life to the story house and so much laughter. Her laugh got so loud that it kept distorting in the microphones. I just stopped trying to control it because we were just having too much fun. So thanks to Annie F. Downs. And then right after that, the very next week, we were blessed by the presence of America's favorite bachelor. Ben Higgins. What an awesome conversation that was. And then last week, the unstoppable Bethany Hamilton, the world-class surfer, a world-class individual. You think you know someone when you watch a movie like Soul Surfer that tells her story, but to have a conversation one-on-one with Bethany only deepened my level of respect and admiration for the person that she is and the faith that she has. I got to give one more shout out for you to go watch her documentary, Unstoppable. It's one of the best things you can find on Netflix. And it when you watch it, you're gonna you're gonna have a whole new level of respect for what she does in the water and how she approaches her whole life. So the great Bethany Hamilton. But here we are at the end of the month, and you know what that means. That means we end every month on a high note. This is the pinnacle of the month. Why? Because it's your show. I take your calls, I hear your stories, and I am so pumped for what this episode's gonna be about. I had an idea for the theme of this month. I've I've, kind of started to like the idea of giving a theme to each final month VIP Q&A, you know, just to give us something to rally around, a thought to to wrap our heads and hearts around. And so today our theme is life verse. Now I'm going to take some generic questions as well and some other stories from people, but I wanted to find out from you what anchor verses from scripture are really getting you through, or maybe what your life verse is. Uh, They're all good. Don't get me wrong, but there's sometimes there's just that one scripture where it feels like the Lord has just given that to you at the, the right time when you needed it the most. And it's something that carries you through in your weakest moments. So I'm excited to hear from you and hear about your life verses. And by the end of the show, I'll tell you one of my life verses. So without further ado, let's go to the story house with you and take our first call. Hi, my name is Paige. I am from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and a verse that has been just getting me through life is Second Corinthians twelve nine. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities than that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Um, this verse just encourages me because I realize that on my own, I am nothing and I have no strength, but I am weak. And with God, I have his strength with me because his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Paige from Jacksonville. Thanks for the call. I am a little jealous that you're in Jacksonville. I got to be honest, it's been freezing cold in Nashville. Of course, I'm from Chicago, so the coldest days in Nashville pale in comparison to what I had as a child going to school 
in a foot of snow, walking uphill both ways, as I remember it anyways. So, but I hope you're nice and warm in Jacksonville. And yes, I hope you're picking up on my sarcasm. Hey, that's a great verse. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Those life verses that remind us who we are and who God is, right? And in, and in this case, with that scripture that you just shared, that God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Boy, that's a hard one to wrap our heads around, isn't it? You know, because so much of this world and trying to make it through this life and so much of success in the eyes of the world is us being strong and us presenting the image of being strong. And yet what you're tapping into with that scripture is the reminder that true strength is found when we acknowledge how weak we are and how helpless we are without God. And then comes the freedom in knowing that his grace is sufficient. Paige, way to kick it off, man. What an awesome message and what an awesome life verse to hold close. I'll tell you what I'm hoping is that as others share their life verses, that maybe you're listening out there somewhere and you don't have a life verse and you may latch onto one of these and the Lord might speak to you the way that the Lord spoke to Paige and he's gonna use Paige to speak to you. How cool is that? That's exactly how God works. All right, let's take another call. Hi, Matthew. My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Dover, Delaware. I wanted to let you know that my life verse is Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Then in 2014, Jesus gave me another verse. It's from 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. So I just wanted to share that. And thank you so much for your ministry. Your joy has done so much for me. I appreciate it so much. And today was just a special day after your concert last night. Just wanted to thank you. Thanks for all your prayers and keeping you in prayer too. Bye. Thanks for the call, Elizabeth. I hope you're staying warm in Dover, Delaware. And thanks for sharing not one but two scriptures. I love how our first two callers of the day have shared that same scripture, that God's grace is sufficient. Perhaps that's a common thread. Perhaps somebody out there listening today needs to be reminded of that scripture not once but twice. And of course, I love that verse from Proverbs, that reminder to lean not on our own understanding, right? To trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. What an awesome reminder. And you you use the word joy. You said that my joy has blessed you. And I just want to say how much that blesses me. I think what has given me joy is the chance to encourage people through things like this podcast, through our virtual concerts like West Love Fest, which is what you were talking about. We had so much fun performing at West Love Fest. And any of you listeners out there who missed our virtual concert over Valentine's weekend or the two encore episodes, I don't want to rub it in, but you missed a pretty awesome time. We had so much fun. And if you've been to any of the virtual concerts, you would know that it's not just music, but we've got some skits too as well. In fact, I debuted a new podcast <laughs> during West Love Fest. It's a fake deal, but uh, it's called the Matthew West Love Cast. In fact, let's listen to a little clip from that where the whole podcast premise is that I give horrible love advice. Check this out. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Matthew West Love Cast, where love is in the air and on the air. I'm your host, Matthew West, here to Give some answers, some help, some advice. You know, I've been told that what Dave Ramsey is to the financial world, I am to the economy of the heart. So 
Let's go to the phones. Caller, you're on the air. Well, hey there, Matthew. I'm a newlywed, just looking for new and exciting ways to show my wife that I really do love her. Well, Sal from San Antonio, I get that question a lot. Now, here's a hot tip. I think you're really going to find that this is going to do the trick. If you see those dishes piling up in that dishwasher, I know your tendency as a good husband is always to do those dishes so that your wife doesn't have to. Well, here's the truth. She loves doing those dishes. It's acts of service. By doing those dishes for her, you'd be robbing her of a blessing. So you just let those dishes pile up one by one by one. You'll thank me later. All right, I think we have a lady caller on the air. Let's go to Sally from Saskatchewan. Sally? Thanks so much for taking my call. It seems lately like my husband's head is just in the clouds. I have no idea how to bring him back, and I just don't know really how to communicate with him. Ah, Sally, there's that million-dollar word, communicate. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you some advice. Why communicate when you can over-communicate with your man? I'm going to paint a picture for you. Say your husband comes home from a long day at work. He sits down in front of the TV to catch the ball game. That's not just your husband watching a ball game. That's a cry for help. What he wants is for you to stand in front of that TV and tell him about the latest episode of The Bachelor or maybe the latest gossip happening in the rumor mill with your girlfriends. That's what he wants. That's what he needs. Bring your husband back into the moment by over-communicating. You'll thank me later. Shania from Chicago, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a husband alive whose love language is physical touch. Vulnerability is key. First date, make sure you talk about your ex. Listen, Solomon from Sarasota, women hate it when you pay for the meal. It's 2021. You've got to let them pick up the tab. Two words, cubic zirconia. Women don't love jewelry. Get her a vacuum. Trust me. Be sure to talk about his weaknesses in front of his friends. It'll let him know that you're really paying attention. Listen, when you leave dirty laundry on the floor, you're sending a message, and that message is, honey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm in it for the long haul. I don't know about you, but that seemed like some some real nuggets of wisdom there when it comes to love. Uh, So maybe I should change this to the Matthew West Lovecast. What do you guys think? No, it's probably best to stay in my lane. Uh, I think my wife, I can hear when she's rolling her eyes, and I'm pretty sure she was rolling her eyes during every bit of advice that I just gave there. So let's move on quickly before I get in any more trouble. Let's take another call. Hey, Matthew, this is Sean. I just want to say I've always loved the Bible verse, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And I always go back and circle around to reflect on that all the time. And it just, it really hits home for many people in many different situations. And I just, I really love it. And, you know, on a a side note too, I met you guys a while back. Um, I messaged you on Instagram and your dad, Joe, is just amazing. He came and got me and my wife um, in the middle of a show while we were selling merch and just, he said, hey, come come meet my son. I'm like, what? And so he took us to you and, and it was just really fun and just such a home type of feel coming to meet you guys and see you guys play on stage. And it's just such a different feel from any other rock show I've ever seen. That's just changed my life, that that kind of experience. Just really, really warm. So God bless you. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Sean, thanks for the call, man. I love that you got to meet my dad and that we got to meet that way. My dad has such a way of showing love and compassion to people that the Lord puts in his path. I will say, though, that there's plenty of nights when we're on tour in a normal year 
I've played the show. I've had a slice of pizza with the band. We've discussed the show. It's late into the night, and I go back to my bedroom to go to bed on the bus, and then there's a knock on my door, and it's my dad saying, Matthew, can you meet just one more family? And that's when I get out of my PJs, and I get back off the bus, and I meet Sean. (laughs) But I'm thankful for my dad, and I'm thankful for you. And I love the scripture you shared. That's certainly a life first for so many people. John 3.16, Billy Graham used to describe those as 25 wonderful words. He said it was the gospel in a nutshell. He preached about that scripture time and time again. I was asked not long ago, well, actually it was a few years ago, to write a song for a tribute album to Billy Graham. And if you know how much Billy Graham has impacted my life, you'd know what an honor that was. Immediately, when I thought of what song I would write, I decided I was going to focus in on the gospel in a nutshell. John 3.16. These are some of the words of the song that I wrote. By the way, if you want to look this song up later, it's a little known song of mine, but you can find it wherever you stream music. It's called So Loved. And here's some of the lyrics. Some say they're just nothing but some words upon a page in a dusty old Bible at a back road revival or a Sunday school lesson from childhood days. Yeah, and some say there's just numbers, just some numbers on a sign. 316, they don't mean a thing. We see it all the time and the world pays no mind. Well, all I can tell you you is what it means to me. These are the numbers of my hope. These are the words that set me free. They tell the story of a Savior who gave his life for me, and with all that is within me, I believe. For God so loved, so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son. For God so loved. Y'all check out that song. I think it'll fire you up today. Sean, thanks for the call. I'm glad my dad led us to meet each other, and Lord willing, we'll be able to meet once again. Hi, Matthew. This is Stephanie. I am currently in St. Louis, but I grew up in small town, northern Illinois. I'm calling because on a recent podcast, you were talking about 90s country music. That was my music and during college. And I think you and I went to the same college. I was at Millican University in Decatur, Illinois from 92 to 96. And I think our years might have overlapped. So my question for you is, can you tell your audience something about your college experience? What was that like, uh, beginning, end? And if you say anything about Milliken, I'll know the specifics. I would enjoy that. Have a great day. Stephanie from St. Louis, thanks so much for the call. appreciate you. And I love St. Louis, even though I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, which usually puts us at odds. I'm willing to put those differences aside for the sake of this podcast. I got to give a shout out to a great Christian radio station in St. Louis, by the way, called Joy FM. Those are some good people, and they've been playing my music for years, and I'm thankful. And Stephanie, you are correct. I am a graduate of Millican University in Decatur, Illinois, or as I like to refer to it, the Harvard of Central Illinois, just three hours south from where I grew up in the Chicago suburbs. I would drive my Honda Prelude SI south until I got to Decatur, and that's where I spent four years studying music. Now, you need to remember one thing about me. I was determined to be a baseball player. My passion in high school was sports way above music. It wasn't until the last minute during my senior year when I began to realize that baseball was not going to get me that scholarship to college that I'd hoped for. And so as a last-ditch effort, I auditioned for a music scholarship to some schools, and I got offered some scholarships, and that's what led me to Millican University. I say all that to say that when I got there, I was in for a rude awakening. A lot of the students, in fact, most of them were far down the road in terms of music education. They were basically lapping me, right? So truth be told, I barely made it 
through my freshman year. It was only by the grace of God and because of the patience of some professors who saw something in me that I was able to even stick it out. While I was a music student at this pretty demanding conservatory, I became a little bit of an outsider or a rebel because the focus was jazz music or classical performance, and I was really not passionate about either of those things. So I wanted to write songs. I wanted to play shows. I loved pop music, but instead I had to be in the choir. So I want to tell you a story of a pretty defining moment moment and a pretty cool thing that my professor and choir director did for me that kept me engaged. So our choir would take these trips and we'd perform at all these different schools and churches. And it was a really great experience, but I'll never forget the director of our choir in the middle of our performance of classical music. He would allow me to bring my guitar and stand out in front of the entire choir and play a solo original song that I had written. So the response from the school kids was, as you might imagine, it was pretty enthusiastic. Not necessarily because I was doing a great job, but because it was like they were hearing their music, pop music, in the middle of a classical performance. Nevertheless, I'll never forget those moments, getting a standing ovation from a bunch of high school kids. I kind of felt a little bit like Bieber, I'm not going to lie. A few years back, I received an award from the school. It was the coveted Young Alumni Award, which prompted a bunch of my college buddies to reach out to me and send me texts giving me a hard time, saying things like, well, apparently they're not taking grade point average into account when picking recipients to these types of awards. Very funny, fellas. Very funny. Stephanie, thanks for the trip down memory lane. I do have to give another shout out to Millican University once more. Those were some very formative years in my musical development, and I'm forever grateful for my experience there. You guys might know a song of mine called Truth Be Told. Well, I'm going to let the truth be told right now. It's no secret 2020 has been a hard year for everyone. For many of us, maybe the hardest year we've ever had to face. There's been more than one moment where I felt like my spiritual health, my mental health, my emotional health were being threatened and even weakened, you know? The proud person that I am has a hard time admitting when I need help, when I need to talk things out with somebody. But here's a newsflash. There are not enough self-help books in the stores to give me the strength and the wisdom that I need or that you need to rise up and face every obstacle that comes our way in a year like 2020. We can't do it alone. We need help. I want to tell you about my friends at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. BetterHelp wants to assess your needs and then match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Then you get to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient and you can start communicating with your counselor in under 24 hours. Now remember, this is important and this is why I support BetterHelp. It's not self-help, it's professional counseling. They have licensed professional counselors specialized in areas like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, anger, family conflicts, and the list goes on. They've got a counselor for you. And I hope that every episode of this podcast fills you with hope and fills you with encouragement to know that the best of your story is ahead of you. But sometimes you need to speak to somebody. And if this service can help you, I want to make that possible. I want you to start living a happier and more fulfilling life today. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com MWP. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash MWP. 
You guys, several years ago, I started my own management company. I've got this podcast, and oh, by the way, I'm putting music out as well. So you know what? I need good people around me, and I have spent so much time over the years trying to find that right resume, that right person to put on the team. Let me tell you this. If you're using anything other than Indeed for your hiring, you're wasting your time. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates instantly with Indeed Instant Match, so you can do the part you really need faster, meeting and hiring great people. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there's no long-term contract. You can pause your account at any time and only pay for what you need. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly with Instant Match. You see a list of great candidates with zero weight, and Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. So, do you want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners are going to get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash West. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash West. Indeed.com slash West. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Matthew. This is Judy in Reno, Nevada. First, thank you and your family for all you've done with this podcast and quarantine quiet time. In all the craziness of the past 12 months, it's so good to focus on the positive, and your broadcast helped me do that. One blessing for me recently is the birth of my first grandchild. My daughter and her husband had a healthy baby in January, but they kept his name secret until after he was born. I'll get to travel later in February to meet him, and I'm so excited. Parents usually spend so much time picking just the right name, and then we strangely often use it most when the kids are in trouble. My question for you is, how did you and your wife pick the names of your daughters? Judy, thanks for the call from Reno. I've been to Reno several times, and I feel like every time I'm there, there's some kind of like weird snowstorm or craziness that takes place. And a funny story, I actually sang a car commercial jingle. One of my first gigs as a professional musician was being hired by Carson City, Nevada, Nissan. Carson City, Nissan, not far from Reno, if I remember. And I was in charge of singing this jingle. Take the keys to freedom. It feels so good to drive. Terms and conditions may apply. It's crazy that I still remember the words of that song. Great question about my daughters, and I'm so glad that somebody called in and brought up my daughters in this episode in February because January and February are special months for the West family. In January, we celebrate the birth of my daughter, my oldest daughter, my firstborn, Luella Jane West, or as we call her, Lulu. And then in February, we celebrate the birth of my youngest daughter, Delaney Ruth West. And deciding their names, and I love how you mentioned it, sometimes we use their names only when we're mad at them, but uh, deciding both of their names actually was a totally different experience each time, right? So with my first daughter, we decided to name her after my grandmother, Luella West, and she had suffered a stroke, and the doctors told us we should say our goodbyes to her, and she survived, and 
hung around for about six years, and she was a great inspiration to me, and I always had a really special relationship with her, and so we just loved the idea of calling our firstborn daughter Lulu. Now, Delaney was a totally different story. We went to dinner. My wife and I went to dinner. We were having the hardest time deciding the name of our daughter, and so my wife was in her third trimester, and we went to a restaurant, and we decided we weren't going to leave that dinner table until we had landed on a name that we mutually agreed on. We kept writing them down and writing down different options, and guess what? We still left that dinner table undecided. It wasn't until after Delaney was born and the doctors came in, the nurses too, and said, hey, we've been calling your baby, Baby West. You guys got to pick a name so that we can start calling your daughter by her name. So we sat down. I sat next to my wife's bed and we finally decided, okay, we both love the name Delaney. It doesn't have a family tie of any kind. We just thought it was a really sweet name. And my wife had a really close relationship with her late Aunt Ruth. And so we decided that Ruth would be her middle name. And there you have it, Delaney Ruth West. And we felt good about that decision. And now I look at her and I think, yep, that's my Delaney. Just like I look at Lulu and I say, that's my Lulu. Now, one of the things that I thought about when we were naming our kids and I would obsess about this. My wife thought I was nuts, but I always wanted my daughters to have options when they grew up. So with Lulu, it could be, she could grow up and say, you know what? I want to go by Luella or Ella or L or Lulu. And with Delaney, she could go by Delaney, Lane, Laney. And I liked the idea that they had options, but I will always call them by the name that I prefer. So for Lulu, it's my sweet Lulu. And for Delaney, I will call her by her full name, Delaney or Ladybug. But uh, I am so thankful. One, thank you for asking that question. Can you tell there's a giant smile on my face? These first two months of the year are a really special time for my wife and I to celebrate these two beautiful, amazing, awesome daughters that we've been blessed to uh, bring into this world. And I am so thankful that the Lord's allowed me to be part of their story. I am just so blessed by them. So Lulu and Delaney, dad and mom love you so much. And gosh, I just, now my heart's about to, now I'm going to start crying. Let's get to another call before I cry. Hi, Matthew. My name is Margie. I'm calling from Austin, Texas. I just want to say what a huge blessing your podcast has been. I mean, it's opened up my mind and my perspective to so many different things within the faith that truthfully I hadn't been exposed to. Having all those different people come in, share their story, is exactly what we need to build our faith. So thank you for that. On that note, I would like to ask, how do you choose the people that you're going to interview? Well, thank you so much for the call from Austin, Texas, and thank you for those kind words about the podcast. I'll tell you, that means so much to me, and it's such a confirmation that when I felt God leading me to launch this podcast, that, you know what, I wanted to create something purposeful, something meaningful, not just more noise to add to the world. And when I hear from you, it reminds me that that's what this is for. So, so glad to hear from you. To answer your question I pick guests based on like people who inspire me, you know, whether it's an author whose book has really spoken to me or another artist whose music speaks to me or just an influencer whose story is inspiring that I think could inspire you. Those are the kind of things that I'm drawn to. And so 
I've got like this bucket list of people that I've always been interested in speaking with. And sometimes it's good friends that I already have, like Mark Hall from Casting Crowns. And then other times it's Bethany Hamilton, who I just saw her movie and thought, I'd like to talk to her and hear more about her story. So that's really how it goes. But you know, it's not about celebrity either. I would say this, that a lot of the people that I'm going to be talking to on this podcast in the weeks and months and years ahead, they're people who don't have a public platform that would qualify them as a celebrity or an influencer. This podcast is about story, Margie, and I hope that you'll feel that with every conversation that happens on this podcast, that it's really about the power of story and most importantly, the power of the author of all stories and that every single story on this podcast that gets told is going to point to the one who should get all the glory. And so that's really the goal, whether it's Bethany Hamilton or Emmanuel Acho, whether it's an NBA star or a janitor at a junior high, right? We all have a story to tell and it's all of our stories for his glory. You'll hear me say that at the end of almost every episode of the podcast, because that's what I believe. And that's what I want this podcast to be about. The reminder that your story matters and that your story can give God glory. And when it does that, that's when your story finds its true fulfillment and true significance. So thanks for the call. And just knowing that you're in Austin, Texas makes me hungry for one thing, tacos. Actually, two things, tacos and barbecue. Oh, and one more thing. Speaking of Texas, I'm actually excited to announce that I'm going to be playing some real shows, some real concerts. We're calling it the Truth Be Told Tour. It's an acoustic night with me, and we're playing some safe, socially distanced, smaller concerts. I'm really looking forward to this, and I'm going to be in Coppell, Texas on March 4th, Longview, Texas, March 5th, Austin, Texas, March 6th. Margie, come and see me. And Richmond, Texas, March 7th. Then the following weekend, I'm going to be in Georgia on March 11th, Olive Branch, Mississippi on the 12th, Joplin, Missouri on the 13th, and Kansas City on March 15th. So go to MatthewWest.com to find out where I'm going to be playing. There are not many shows, and there are not going to be many tickets available but if you're in that area and you want to come see me, make sure you get your tickets before they're sold out. It's going to be so much fun to finally play some concerts in front of real live people. I don't care if everybody's wearing masks. We're going to be safe, but we're going to worship Jesus together. Hey, Matthew. Um, this is Shannon. I am from Holland, Michigan. And I would just like your advice because I recently lost my job due to COVID. Um, I'm in my 20s and I'm just, I'm just kind of struggling with life right now. Recently unemployed, I, I'm single, I'm just kind of lonely. And I guess, I guess I really just want your advice. How to do life right as like a 20 something. And I don't know, ways to just connect with other people and things like that. And that would be great if you could help me. Thanks, bye. That's a great call because that's an honest call, Shannon. Thank you so much for reaching out, for sharing what's going on in your life, for letting the truth be told, you know. I, I'm really impressed by you. And I just want to start off by saying nobody does their 20s perfectly or their 30s or their 40s. What I'm trying to say is nobody's perfect. So my first encouragement to you is to give yourself some grace because God is extending his grace to you every single day. All right. The next thing that I want to share is three things that I wish I would have been more mindful of in my 20s. But these days I understand the importance. Three C's. Are you ready for this? Community, conviction, 
and compassion. Number one, community. When you get discouraged, the enemy wants to keep you discouraged. And to do that, he's going to try to keep you isolated and alone. But I can tell you already know the need for community by the message you just shared. I also know that it's harder now than really it it ever has been to find community. We can't A lot of us can't even meet in our churches in person, but I do know that there are so many churches with great young adult groups who would love to welcome you in. And you can find your people, your tribe, your support. What you need is some people around you who love Jesus, who love you. They've got you your back and they're going to lift you up when you get discouraged. Now, that's going to require you putting yourself out there. And I know that's not easy for everybody. Some people have a harder time than others just willing to be uncomfortable to step out of your comfort zone and find some people and meet some people. And here's what I know. I know that God knows that you need support too. And so he's going to put people around you. And guess what? There's people all around you who are feeling exactly the way that you do. It's time for you to find each other, support each other, and lift each other up. Number two, conviction. All right, here's my challenge as you're searching for a new job. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So my challenge for you first is to seek God with all your heart, even above your search for a job. And I believe that God has something deeper than just a profession for you. I believe that he has a calling, a conviction for you. And so I want to encourage you to dig deep. And deep down, what you want to be a part of is something with an eternal value, right? And that leads me to my third point, compassion. Now, here's one of the best remedies for our own discouragement, and that is to lift our eyes off of our own discouragement and meet the needs of somebody else around us who's hurting. I guarantee you there are no shortage of ways that you can make a difference in your community around you. And when you do that, don't be surprised when it lifts your spirits and lifts you up out of any depression or discouragement or dark season that you might feel like you're in. And here's what else happens. When you step into a life of compassion, when you ask God to break your heart for the things that break his, guess what you'll also find? You're going to find community. And guess what else you'll find? You'll find conviction because deep down, we all want to be part of something that has an eternal value. And when we live our lives with compassion-driven hearts, we get to taste what it's like to be a part of something greater. So those are my three C's for you, Shannon. I hope that's not too much. I hope you're taking notes. Community, conviction, compassion. I want you to call back to the podcast hotline and keep us posted on your story. We're praying for you and we're lifting you up. Hi, Matthew. My name's Caden Galloway. I'm from Brevard, North Carolina, and I just thought I'd share my favorite Bible verse, which is, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you, Psalm 56, 3. And I'm just asking for prayers right now. Both my parents tested positive for COVID, unfortunately. So I'm just asking for some prayers. Thanks. Thank you for the call, sweet Caden. I was exactly where you are now. Last fall, my parents tested positive for COVID. Very scary. They had a really hard six weeks and they live with me and it was hard not to be able to see them and to try to take care of them remotely. But uh, just going to be praying for your parents and Thank you for that reminder of what to do when we're afraid. I love hearing these scriptures that you guys are clinging to in your difficult moments. So thanks for that call. Okay, we've got time for a couple more. I think this next one is from Katrina. Hey, Matthew. My name's Katrina. I currently live here in Abilene, Kansas. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months, and you've been such a blessing. I'm actually calling with a prayer request. My parents in Wisconsin just lost their duplex, leaving them. My sister, my cousin, and her family is sick, homeless with only the clothes on their back. My family lost their living pets in the fire, but my family and their children got up safe being trapped on the second floor. I've never heard my dad so devastated in his life. I'm trying to make this as brief as I can. 
Thank you so much for your time. And thank you for all you do. God bless. Katrina, I'm so sorry to hear this about your parents. I'm going to be praying for them. And if there's any sort of GoFundMe that is set up to help them get back on their feet, I'm sure listeners of this podcast, as well as myself, would love to know how we can step in and contribute, you know, just like I talked about with the caller earlier about compassion, you know, so uh, please call back to the podcast hotline and let us know if there are any efforts being made to help your parents get back on their feet and we will keep them in our prayers at the very least. So thanks so much for the call. I'm praying for you. Stay strong. Hi, Matthew. My name is Emily and my, I'm with my daughter, Brielle, and we are from Pennsylvania. And Brielle loves the thought of sharing her favorite Bible verse with you. She chose Romans chapter 5, verse 3. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they are good for us. They help us learn to be patient. And the reason that she chose that that Bible verse is because it te- it teach um it tells us to be patient and it tell tells us that um there's a reason for this time period. Yeah, and we can grow strong. Right, we can grow stronger because of it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Good job. God bless. Wow, Brielle, great job. I love that Bible verse, and I love that call all the way from Pennsylvania. There's another scripture that I think about when I hear your voice, and it goes a little something like this. It's 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Brielle, you just set an example by reminding us that there's a reason for this time period, as you said it. And uh, I'm so proud of you for keeping that perspective. You know, this is a crazy time in our world where a lot of the adults are seeing things that we've never experienced before, let alone what kids are experiencing. And so we're all kind of in this together. And yet here you are setting the example, even for me today, reminding me of the importance of being patient and handling my trials by handing them over to God and knowing that he's in control. So thanks for that call from PA. I love it. I love it. Let's take another call. Hi, Matthew. My name is Chris from the Cincinnati, Ohio area, and my family loves your storytelling music because we also believe that stories are powerful. Your song Strong Enough became our anthem in 2012 and 13 as my husband waited for and received a double lung transplant. We had your Strong Enough wristbands, and we used them and your music to fuel us to get through some of those really hard days. God made you and your music cross our path, so many times that only God could have made that happen. Things from you personally praying for us at a concert the night the transplant was performed, us meeting the dad of the girl that your song Two Houses was written about while we stayed in the hospital, your Bible study coming out as God was calling us to lead a small group to tell our story, and the list goes on. So we just wanted to thank you for helping us through those hard times. And if you ever want to write a song about how God turned a tragedy into a gift of hope through organ donation, call us up. We'd love to share our story. Thanks. Chris, that's what I'm talking about. You got me all fired up. What a call. I'm so excited to hear how God has had our paths cross like that at just the right times, man. That just gets me so excited. If you were in front of me right now, I'd give you a big high five and a hug. And it sounds like you've got a miracle story that you're telling and you believe in the power of story. I believe it too. So we are kindred 
spirits. And you just quoted a life verse without even saying the verse. You you described it in that song strong enough, which is maybe it sounds like where we first had our connection. And that song's inspired by a life verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Isn't that good news? That we can do it with him, not apart from him, right? But with God, all things are possible. I love hearing that story. And it sounds like we do need to have another conversation. Who knows? Maybe your story could turn into a song. I have a feeling it's a song that could touch a lot of people. But nevertheless, your story is going to touch a lot of people. I appreciate the call. You just filled up my heart. It's overflowing right now. God is so good, isn't he? Thanks for that call. Well, my friends, I can't thank you enough for making this such a special Q&A episode. Do you see now why I look forward to this episode every month? Taking your calls, hearing your voices, hearing your stories, and this month, hearing your life verses, the verses that you're clinging to, the verses that are anchors in the storm for you. Wow, this is awesome. And on that note, I want to share with you one of my many life verses. Here's what I want to share with you today. John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Gee, Matthew, why would you pick such a depressing verse to share with us as we end today's episode? Well, because of the second half. He then goes on to say, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I love that Jesus clearly lays out Satan's three-point plan to mess us up. And it's been the same three-point plan ever since. Since Adam and Eve steal, kill, destroy. In other words, he wants to knock you down and then kick you down while you're down and then keep you down. But Jesus does not leave us hanging. He says, I've come that they may have life and not just any life, not just some ordinary halfway lukewarm life. He wants you to experience life to the full. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of life I want to live before it's all said and done. I want to get to the end of my life with no regrets, right? And to steal a line from one of my songs, to do that, I have to say, I will not go through the motions. That's my challenge for you today. Last thing I want to share with you, I want to make sure you know about our nonprofit ministry called Pop Weed that my dad and I have. Here's the challenge, okay? Be a part of our community. This is a community of storytellers. We're learning how to craft, share, and live a more meaningful and fulfilling story with our lives. In other words, we're discovering what Jesus meant when he said that he wants to give us life and life to the full. A couple of things that we do, when you go to popweed.org, you're gonna be able to find out, one, how to tell your story. Number two, you can sign up to receive a weekly devotion that we send. It's called Day One Devos. I write these devotions out of my own quiet time and we send them to your email inbox once a week just as a little reminder to spend some time with Jesus. You can also send us a prayer request and we've got a prayer network all around the world and you can know that thousands of people will be lifting you up because there's power in a prayer. So we need each other. We need community. And that's what Popwee is all about. Visit popwee.org today. We'd love to have you join our community of storytellers changing the world one story at a time. All right. Thanks for joining me for another great VIP Q&A episode. I want to remind you, if you don't have a life first, open up your Bible. Go back and listen to this episode all over again and read other people's life verses. Ask the Lord to show you what he wants to speak to you through his word today. And remember, it's your story for his glory. Go make the most of the one story you get. God bless you. I'll see you next week. I really hope you like it. <laughs> but seriously, I, I, I do.